There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Sean. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good, man. Pretty awesome. Good. Awesome. Well, we're on episode... Uh, I believe this is episode 20, so we've made 20 episodes so far. It's insane. It is insane. Feels like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Some days it seems like it's been forever. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> We're still here, though. So. Yep. <laughs> we are still here, and we are in the middle of the Christmas season. I can't believe it's already the 15th. I, the yeah, amount's I half I gone. Thinking of the stuff I had to get, and then I was like, holy crap, it's too close. I don't have time. Yeah. I'm running out of time for everything. It really is. It's going by way too quick. It's like, can the time just fucking slow down just a little <laughs> bit? I mean, I just... It's just so much to do in so little Before time, you know and it, there'll be nothing. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm glad because I, I, I'd rather, as much as I love Christmas, I, I don't mind getting it over with because I, I fucking hate winter anyways. So, yeah. I just I just don't even want to deal with the winter. But yeah, I, I don't mind at this point if if we're just to go by quick just to get through this. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. But we got a good show for you tonight. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit of news and then reviewing actually a movie I started talking about with Mark last week when we were reviewing um, the Silent Night, Deadly Night, and uh, Christmas Evil. Because I yes, briefly I talked about And I was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so we're fixing it now. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I briefly talked about Deadly Games, which just got released for the first time on streaming. And we're going to actually review that tonight, so get ready for that. That'll be coming on later on in the episode here. Uh, besides that, though, has there been anything else that you've been kind of watching over the last week or two? Well, not a whole lot of horror stuff, man. More Christmas stuff. Right. A whole lot of <laughs> um, Home Improvement and King of the Hill. And <laughs> okay. But I've been saving the movies and all that stuff for this coming week so yeah i want to watch jack frost which i'm probably going to watch with joe bob now since he watched it yes definitely i haven't watched definitely. any of the silent night deadly night yet so i'm gonna get on those here pretty soon i've been saving the best ones for last <laughs> <laughs> right exactly yeah so i mean this week i've kind of watched a lot of stuff um between awesome like Friday of last week up through the Joe Bob marathon. So I obviously watched deadly games that was just kind of just on accident. Me and my wife saw it and decided to watch it. Obviously silent night, deadly night. I watched Christmas evil. I watched. And then, um, this week actually, cause I got my vinegar syndrome, black Friday, blue raisin. Yeah. Mine's so, coming this week. So. Nice. <laughs> I nice. did see Christmas Evil this past week. I forgot I watched that. 
Okay, okay, cool. It, but um, I watched one of those, so I actually watched uh, Bla- uh, Blood Harvest, and that was actually the first time I saw that movie. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it's such a weird movie, but it's so good. It is so good. I mean, Tiny Tim yeah, I read is this, just so I fucking I read the synopsis on it, and I want to see it. I've never seen that one either. It's good. I highly suggest picking that up when you get a chance because I I'm very happy with that movie. It's so good, <laughs> but it's so cheesy too. It's it's just so perfect, and it's just right up our alley. You know, with the different tastes that we have in this group. Yeah. So <laughs> it's awesome. so good. It would be a good one to review. You know, coming up here in the future after Christmas and yeah, the holidays and all that for sure. But yeah, so that that that's a good one, and then. Obviously, Friday night was the Joe Bob Marathon, so I ended up watching Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Uh, I watched most of Jack Frost, and then uh, they ended it off with... Oh, I'm sorry. They started with Black Christmas, then did Jack Frost, and then ended it with Silent Night, Deadly Night okay. 2. I was confusing myself there a little bit. But, <laughs> so, it was it was fun. I mean, they did the whole Christmas theme and everything. They had, like, the small TV inside of a fireplace playing like the, <laughs> the 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 fireplace burning and everything That's which cool. was a nice little yeah touch. i didn't get a chance to tune in I, I did watch a couple of the friday movies friday yeah so. that's good it's always yeah. good to fit those in especially it's like friday a family thing <laughs> with my family it's right how does that might sound with the wife and the kids we all sit and watch it yeah. My oldest girl wasn't, but my three year old was very into it this time. So <laughs> at the moment That's she's great. a fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I mean it it was it was a lot of fun actually with the marathon. I, I was having a little bit of trouble streaming at first, um, but I think a lot of it has to do with my Amazon Fire TV was yeah. acting weird, I think. But, like, I was able to stream it on my phone and then, like, stream the phone to the TV. So that's ended up how I ended up watching the rest of it was it was streaming from my phone to my TV so I could actually watch it on a big screen versus my fucking small iPhone screen. But it was, Is it was a lot of fun. the fire stuff built into your TV? Not to no, I, I bought uh, the, okay. the 4K Fire gotcha. TV thing. Because um, my, my TV is a Samsung 4K TV, so it's just got the proprietary samsung apps in it so now that's better actually that's what i was gonna say right (laughs) no definitely i agree but yeah overall the the joe bob marathon was great actually it it was kind of cool because they would the between darcy and uh joe bob were like telling christmas stories or quote-unquote christmas stories (laughs) because joe bob made it a point to say that christmas is about telling sad stories so they were telling sad stories like Joe Bob was talking about how in between, you know, after Monster Vision ended and stuff in him trying to find work and not having money for even bus fare to go to like job interviews and stuff. Yeah. Like in like people wanting to pay for his like there's a, a, a horror movie fan is, is who he was guessing was offering to pay for his bus fare because he tried to sneak on the bus to ride the bus so he could get to his interview. And the bus driver caught him and was kicking him off. And the this dude was offering to pay for his fare so he could get to where he was going and stuff. And Joe Bob just not wanting to take the the charity of somebody else was <laughs> declining and trying to leave. And the guy kept saying, I'll, I'll pay for your fare. I'll pay for your fare. And so that was like the 
story that he told. But then Darcy, like, I have a whole new respect for Darcy because she actually talked about some serious fucked up shit that happened to her because she ended up telling the story about how her ex-husband, like, kept her and her son locked up in a motel room for, like, a long extended period of time, Uh like, a long time you know, just how abusive he was and stuff. And when she finally got out of that situation and left him and she talked about how that's how she got started into dancing because she couldn't afford to, you know, feed them. Yeah. And granted she's, she's stripped and she's done porn and all that, but she's taking care of her kids, you know, can turn it into a negative and a positive. Yeah. She was, she was taking care of her family. (laughs) Exactly. So that that gave me a whole new respect for Darcy. I mean, yeah, she's cool. she's great. I mean, she deserves everything she's got with being on the show and everything. I, I, she's very knowledgeable. I mean, on top of all that, and so I I kudos to her because I mean I have a whole new respect for her after hearing that and how she was just trying to take care of her son. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. And then on top of that, she ended up following our uh, Twitter <laughs> on Friday night. So. She's following us now, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, wow. But cool. <laughs> I don't think she's ever listened to the show or anything, but no, I, I thought that was kind of cool, cool that though. she started following us. Yeah. yeah. It's a step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Friday Thank night was great Darcy. watching those. Ex- exactly. <laughs> so it was very, very cool on Friday night. I, I, it was a lot of fun. The marathon was a lot of fun, like always. And they ended it off with... Uh, recreating the Linnea Quigley scene from the first That's Silent Night, Deadly Night. I might just skip and watch that before I watch any of that. <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it. Do it. Oh, my God. And that's how they got Joe Bob to dress up in the Santa outfit again. <laughs> he said he would that's do it great. because of that. Just getting to kill Darcy. So, <laughs> well worth it that's by great. far. But, yeah, so that that's kind of what I've been able to watch over the last week kind of working my way up to Christmas. I still got to watch Home Alone. I've still got to watch Die Hard. Yeah, I haven't watched Die Hard yet. I watched Home Alone around Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. I probably won't watch it all. Jingle All the Way is another one. Yeah, I always try. (laughs) Jingle All the Way is another one. Yeah, Jingle, oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that one. It's been a long time since. Yeah, that I've one seen gets forgotten, man, but it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's another classic. I, I love that movie. It was, was it Sinbad and Bill yeah. Hartman trying to go after Arnold's wife? <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> oh, it is so good. It's so classic. Phil Hartman's such a greaseball in that movie. Yes, just trying to steal his wife. <laughs> When he has about a handful of other <laughs> widows or divorcees standing right there, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, what a creep! He did. He played that role so well. It was so good. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. One of the greats from Saturday Night Live and all that. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So lots of good stuff. I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm. I'm looking forward to the Christmas season being over, but I, there's still. A lot Still of movies I need to watch. While it's here, so. Exactly, exactly. I'm already sick of hearing Christmas music, though. Like, am I work? Haven't listened to any yet, and I've been able to avoid it, thankfully. So I'll be able to enjoy yeah. it 
closer to Christmas because everyone does overdo it. I agree. Some people yeah. are listening before Thanksgiving even. I can't stand that. <laughs> people that start listening right around Halloween too, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's There's a couple stupid. other holidays here, man. Slow down. <laughs> right. That's almost as bad as them starting to advertise Christmas trees before Halloween even happens. I mean, yeah. Well, Thanksgiving. I remember I posted that on Facebook. You didn't actually like make the effort for Thanksgiving your personal self. You'd forget it even existed. Right. Exactly. Uh, that's ridiculous. But oh well. So let's take a look at some news that's uh, for some upcoming things that are coming up shortly. Some of it shortly, some of it not. So we don't have dates on some things right now. But to kind of start things off here, one of my favorite things with literature is H.P. Lovecraft. I, I love H.P. Lovecraft. I love the whole yes. Cthulhu mythos and all that. So Warner Brothers is actually starting to develop a film based on these mythos. So... It's based on the H.P. Lovecraft stories and whatnot and characters and, and all that. It They've actually hired the creators of Game of Thrones to actually produce this and write it. Yeah, that sounds uh, cool, man. So I'm not, I don't know a lot of Game of Thrones. I've never watched it, but I do. I've seen the dragons right. in certain clips, and I've seen like one or two episodes. Like yeah. Seeing that setting for H.P. Lovecraft stuff, that sounds awesome. So. I, I agree. I, I think they got the right people on board to be able to produce something that's going to be great, especially if you're going epic. Just, I mean, just looking at Game of Thrones and how epic thing they got things to go with that. Yeah. I, I think that's great. I, I do like that they're also they're not trying to modernize this, so they're not yeah. going to try to set it in, in 2019 it's done or anything so like that. So much with this stuff, man, and it's like this is old stuff. We gotta go yeah. back a little. <laughs> yep. So this will be taking place within the year 1920. So right around the time that he wrote this, all this stuff is is when it's going to actually take place. And basically it's what it's detailing is that the movie asks the question is if HP Lovecraft wasn't making all this stuff up. What if the monsters were real? Well that's funny so, because you know, that's kind of a conspiracy theory. One I've always thought was cool. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. Because of his dad's connections with the Freemasons and other things. So yep. it's pretty cool stuff, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely excited. Because, I mean, you yeah, look at some of the other stuff that he wrote that inspired other things. I mean, you got stuff like Reanimator, uh, From Beyond. Yeah. Um, his fingerprints uh, the, are all over the place, even if not oh, direct, yeah. as direct as those. You know what I mean? War the, oh, yeah. Not War of the Worlds. That's something else. That's H.G. Wells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, his, his literature's inspired yeah, so many so things. Stuff, it's, yeah. it's about time you get something that's dedicated specifically to, especially the Cthulhu mythos and stuff. Yeah, man. I, I, I think there's that, so much stuff, too, that could really make so much <laughs> oh definitely it could it could Especially be a whole fucking franchise and popular yeah exactly expose the world it's something that's kind of forgotten and like you know i mean our age group and older definitely knows about but once you start getting past our generation i don't think they have a lot of knowledge of him or his works or anything so no not really 
It's it's and it's kind of sad because his stuff is so good. I mean, yes, granted, because most of it's like a hundred years old or older, it's some of it can be harder to read and understand yeah. because you're talking about a whole different time period yeah, and it's worth it trying, and, <laughs> oh it, it is because he's so detailed and so meticulous with how he wrote things and it it's just so good there's just something so great about it and it's it's really stood the test of time i mean you look at it and people are still talking about lovecraft yeah. now and obviously now they're making a, a new Quite movie a few you know coming around yeah yeah so I mean, you've got video games based off his stuff. You've got board games based off the of his stuff. The Nick Cage I mean, one movies coming out now, too. Yes, yeah. the color of uh, yeah. space. Yeah. Color of space, yeah. Uh, That's going to be good, too. <laughs> a lot of HP love <laughs> out there. <laughs> so. Yeah. So that that's something to definitely look forward to. Once we have more information, especially kind of a ballpark range of when it's supposed to be released. We'll obviously let you know, but the, this is really literally the only information we have so far is that it is happening through Warner brothers with the game of Thrones people. So it's exciting. It's, it's at, at least a start of something. So I'm, I'm super pumped for this. That's, that's for sure. And then kind of going on from there, we've been talking a lot about uh, Tammy and the T-Rex lately, especially because vinegar syndrome just released that on blu-ray and they have you know the 4k version and obviously they have the gore cut as well well that gore cut if you've been wanting to check that out will be coming to streaming it'll have its streaming premiere on shutter on january 13th of 2020 so that is coming up that's great man that's like having a new release basically i mean it basically is a new release on there yeah it's making my shutter just keeps getting better and better so i i I agree because when they started out, I was very leery of them because I'm just like, are they? Yeah. Is this like There's a, been a scam lot of or hard, something? Yeah, like I can't remember the one I had before Shutter. I paid for like a year of it. It stunk. Well, there's, there's that so fear net or whatever. Ones. Yeah, there's been so many. Like they'll have a something here and there, but for the most part, they've been pretty terrible. The Shutter's yeah. been improving constantly. Honestly, I think the Joe Bob thing had a lot to do with that. That was like oh, I I believe so. <laughs> groundbreaking for them, and it's just got they're spending their money right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that that really kind of opened the floodgates to them. Because then they got all these sub- subscribers, but then they started releasing stuff. I mean, even when Joe Bob was first starting to to do that, when he first did that twenty four hour marathon, they were starting to get some good content on there, yeah. and then it just kind of grew from there. Obviously, because now you've got the the shutter creep show show yeah you've got and all these other things they haven't coming up. increased the price either since doing all no this, and that's awesome so. yeah <laughs> i'm sure that. at some point they will yeah. have to but i was gonna say i'd be now. willing to pay a few more bucks because five dollars is great anyway so. right exactly yeah. as long as they're not gouging people like fucking netflix who's charging yeah. almost twenty dollars a month now it's getting rough it is because I mean, just what three years ago I was, I was about to switch. I was about to switch from the four screens to two screens, and then everybody started watching shit on Netflix, and I was like, "Why didn't you guys do?" Yeah, this? I was trying <laughs> to save some money. It was only like yeah. three or four bucks anyway. <laughs> oh, well. I'm kind of in that same Netflix. boat. <laughs> I felt like nobody was watching it, and then everybody started watching it. So. That's streaming for you. 
right <laughs> no definitely it's it's rough because <laughs> it's it's kind of where everything's going now anyways i mean we've talked about it a lot because i mean cable tv is on its way out no matter how much you want to try to hold on to that it's it's a dying breed you know just yeah. like you know video rental stores i mean it's kind of going that way. Everything's going to streaming because I think it's your best convenient. bet if you don't want to end up being because the way it's going, it's going to end up being the same price if you get all these things. But you could right. like bounce yourself around and like pick a couple for three months, switch to a couple oh, other yeah. ones for three months because everyone's been watching shit anyway. So you don't have to bounce exactly. yourself down with all the choices all at once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're just all coming at it with so much stuff right now, but. Most of that's exclusive content, so they're not. That stuff's not going to leave those channels. Yep, <laughs> that's precisely right, and that's actually a smart way to do it too, because then you can just every few months just switch it up and go to different services exactly. and binge watch. They're not getting yeah, the advantage on me, damn it. <laughs> nope, <laughs> not yet. <anyways>. But <laughs> yeah, not yet, not yet. I mean, otherwise you do have the also the option. Like I'm just collecting everything nowadays. I mean. I'm up to about 1,200 yeah. DVDs and Blu-rays, yeah. so. I have a huge collection, and that's why, like, there comes times where I'm like, just screw it, which I haven't done in a while, but, you know, I really don't have to have anything. It's just keeping up with the newer stuff is the only reason I really keep a lot of it, so. Right, exactly. And if you're patient, you can buy all that on Blu-ray and all that eventually. I don't care what it came yeah. out on. Even Karate Kids shows, I think the first season of that's on Blu-ray now, so. Yep, even Stranger Things, because, I mean, you can get yep. the first two seasons of Stranger Things. I'm sure the third season is going to be coming out this year, yeah, so. and they come out with cool little boxes that look like VHS cassettes. Oh, fuck yeah. Those, uh... I love that. I love their, <laughs> their first two releases, looking yeah. like those clamshell cases. It's great. And, yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's ways to do it so you don't have to get every fucking streaming service is basically what we're trying to say, because I don't have every single one. Not but I also don't either. watch a lot of TV. I mean, I, I play more video games than I watch TV. So, or I watch movies. I, I but TV is very like unless I'm watching something with my wife, or if it's something I absolutely need to watch that she won't watch with me. I don't really watch much of anything. Yeah, I used to man. Like when we had less going on in our lives, we had like quite yeah. a few TV shows we kept up with, but. It's hard to really do that anymore. So sometimes we'll watch oh, something agree. older that we like together just so we have something to watch with. <laughs> right. Yeah, TV's hard to watch. Mandalorian's about the only thing I can stay current with at the moment. And I'm an episode behind yeah. on that. So. <laughs> My wife got me watching a drag show recently. Like, I, <laughs> I fucking hate those drag show things. Like, yes. <laughs> like the one, what's the name, uh, RuPaul or whatever. Yeah. Like she got, she tried to get me to watch that, and I couldn't do it. But this one is actually horror related, and it's actually on Netflix. Yeah. So I got so many of them. I found that it's one it's somewhat entertaining. <laughs> this one is entertaining. Like I still don't care for the whole dragger thing and whatnot, but this one's entertaining because it's horror related. They do horror type makeup yeah. competition things in it. And then whoever gets eliminated, they actually film a scene of them being killed, basically. Oh, that's so they kill them off. So it's it's interesting. It's a good twist on it, and it's actually kind of enjoyable. You know, don't tell my wife because I'm sure she's probably not going to listen to the episode. But (laughs) if she does, I love you. There's a drag queen (laughs) that you really hate. You can see her get killed eventually. (laughs) 
right <laughs> exactly so that that's been interesting and we we kind of binge watched that um so but yeah in, interesting stuff i never thought i would say I would, i've watched a drag show so <laughs> but now i have there you hmm. go man you're progressive now progressive <laughs> <laughs> uh still not my cup of tea but it's it's kind of fun but kind of moving on from that we do we we do for the first time probably in the history of our show because i i know we talked about how we are into video games horror and wrestling and we've talked quite a bit about wrestling and horror movies but very little about video games so there's two little pieces about video games that we kind of wanted to talk about a little bit here. First off is the game Infliction, which has been mo- pretty much just on PC up until recently, is now getting a release on consoles. So it's going to be on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Okay. It's actually going to be it's going to be released on uh, February 25th at the price point of 1999. Oh, that's so even this is. Better. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 kind of a cheap game, but it's one of those psychological horror games. So if you think like Outcast, uh, even like Slender, The Arrival, stuff like that, it kind of seems like it's got a lot of that kind of feel to it. Oh, that's cool. Or even I've never heard of this particular one, but yeah, based on that, I, I actually hadn't either. But I saw the the trailer for it, and I thought it looked pretty good because, like. I love those games, but at the same time, I fucking hate playing them because I swear to God, they're going to end up giving me a heart attack one of these times. <laughs> they're doing quite a bit of it now, too, man. It's yeah. a great genre in the video game industry. Oh, definitely. Right I never thought there'd be so much horror content. Like, there's so much I don't even know what's out there half the time. So, Oh, yeah. Definitely. And it's because it, it's like these kind of games are really popular, especially if you look at like Twitch and stuff like that, people streaming these games. Because people just want to see these fucking people jump and get scared yeah. when shit That's, jumps out at my you. My daughter which is, introduced me to Five Nights at Freddy, which is the same kind of thing. Like, yep. it's one of them jumps. I love games. Five Nights at Freddy. <laughs> see, that one's a little bit more tamer, so I can handle that one yeah. a little bit better. Because <laughs> they just put all those on console, all the PC games from that, like eight bucks yeah. a piece, something like that. So, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny because like I love horror movies. Like, give me your scariest horror movies. I love them. But it comes to fucking video games <laughs> and me having to play it and be the character in it. Oh, fuck that shit. Yeah, I, that's I my fucking wife, freak out she could never easily. play Resident Evil. She always it just ends up handing me the controller. <laughs> she can't handle I it. Just it's get, too immersive. Like, and it just, yeah, it's like it is. <laughs> it gets it gives me so much bad anxiety <laughs> playing those games. <laughs> On top of the fact of me feeling like I'm going to fucking have a heart attack, then my heart just won't stop racing <laughs> yeah. and the adrenaline's going and it just wears me the fuck out it's, it's just it's not a good mix for me i'll tell you as much as i love felt like a lot of pressure like that was resident evil 3 which i just heard was coming out pretty yeah, soon. yeah i think i didn't Ted see the trailer, something but about that yeah but they got it for pre-order now so i think that'll okay. be all of them man now like all the past releases finally redone so yeah because even they redid four like twice. Yeah, they got the other one. I can't remember the zero ones and all that. So yeah, yeah. Which I I haven't played every single one of those, but 
I was glad to see that the first three are on there. Like those are my favorite out of all of them. So, and Cove, I yeah, like Cove. Yeah, Veronica. definitely. That's a hard ass game. So. <laughs> I don't think I ever played Code Veronica. I think I kind of um, stopped after the main ones. Yeah, I um, did, but that for what someone got me that for Christmas one year. So that's the okay. reason I ended up playing it. But it was like the hardest Resident Evil game I've ever played. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just those these games are a little tough. <laughs> but on the other flip side of this, the other piece of news that we have is that the group that helped kind of develop and produce the Friday the Thirteenth game, so Ilphonic, um, their newest game, which is kind of the same basic concept, where it's uh, multiplayer you versus an enemy. Um, they're coming out with Predator Hunting Grounds, which is coming out April 24th. And I've got mixed feelings about it just so because of I. the track but record. But it's only because of whose name is on it as being a Gun Media. Yeah. Like, the trailer and, got me excited, and then I was like, why? They're going to make, like, it frustrated me, man. I'm probably going to end up. Yeah. I might not buy it on release date, but I'm, I doubt I'm going to wait long enough for it to be free, so... It looks right, fun. right. And honestly, based I'm, on my Friday the 13th experience, I think I had the most fun when it first came out. So I'm thinking <laughs> maybe I do need to jump on it right away <laughs> before they fuck maybe. it up. <laughs> well, and a lot of that's gun media and they're inex- kind of inexperienced with it too. Because Ilphonic was a part of it, but yeah, I think a lot of, of yeah. yeah, it wasn't all of it. So they they may actually do very well with this game, and it may be a great game, but it just remains to be seen because I, I I'm hesitant. I because I, I, I love Friday the Thirteenth as a game, like even though it has its issues, had its issues, still has its issues, it's still a fun game. But it's just the fact that they're no longer producing content because of the fucking lawsuit bullshit. And basically, Maybe that's gun media given up. That'll be a plus for Predator. I don't think there's any issue rights or anything that they have to worry no, about. No, so. I, I don't believe so. <laughs> so I, I do like the concept of that type of game, and I think it works well with the Predator universe. And then having the different classes of Predators too that they're going to have, yeah, and you're cool. going to have the option like of male idea. and female Predators. So I, I, I like classes, that a lot. Different weapons. Hunter be hunted, which fits the whole you know theme of it anyway. So, yep, I liked it. The trailer made me a little bit excited. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, damn, I'm gonna be right. an asshole who ends up buying this out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I I may end up getting it, but uh, I'm just hesitant. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably wait until way. after it comes out just to kind of see how it does yeah. at first. Cause it's like, I know what's going to happen. It's going to be great. And everyone's going to want, cause the predators are too, too powerful. And then they're going to start fucking the game. <laughs> so. Yeah. As long as they don't do that, cause they don't, <laughs> because it's a predator. I mean, you know, yeah. it's supposed to kick your, <laughs> it's not supposed to be easy. It's yeah. not a part. This is not a fucking participation award. <laughs> you know, you're going to fucking die a lot. And it should be rewarding when you actually kill one of these motherfuckers. They're smart, they'll apply the team aspect better than they did in Friday. Friday had it somewhat, but it was somewhat broken apart to where you could work as a team, but then someone could break from the team and totally fuck the team. Yep. (laughs) But Predator's different. You know, don't... 
you know, stray away from the escape and, you know, let's just do survival. Yeah, I agree. You know, survive the night till the freaking chopper arrives or freaking kill the predator. <laughs> I agree. Have that chopper come at the end yeah. of the 20 minute mark or whatever and you got to get to the chopper. Oh, yeah. Like literally get to the chopper to escape and survive. Yeah, that would be great. Versus people escaping within the first minute. I mean, that's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, because I got lucky on the spawn. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it, it's it could be good. Um, I'm going to hold off judgment on it. I'm not going to bash it until it comes out and <laughs> I see for myself. Because I know I've done that with some movies lately. That's just... Uh, I shouldn't be Black so harsh sometimes, bombed. but... <laughs> yeah, that, I'm not surprised it did. I'm, I'm really not. Me either. You turned the but, fan base that would have went to see it off to begin with, so that didn't leave much to go see. It. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna, you know, talk about the whole feminist thing because I mean that it is what it is. I it's just It'll I I think course, it didn't. Money, yeah. All of it, so. Yeah. Because I mean. I have nothing against feminists. I mean, you can believe what you want. It's just the fact that yeah. it's, it's true. Feminism is fine. It's this new branch yeah. of it. That's a little radical and ridiculous. I don't think most yeah. real feminists are people who represent, you know, who are a woman and want to feel strong about women. Think any good right. about that bullshit either. So, and I, I, and I honestly don't think it would have been a, a bad take if they were going a more feminist route with this movie. I think it's just the fact that number one, they fucking ruined the whole movie by basically showing the twist that it's a fucking cult in yeah, the first trailer. I thought that was corny. And on you ruined the twist. On top of, yeah. And then on I top of it was that a good twist anyways. <laughs> right. But then on top of that you make it PG thirteen instead of rated R. You know? which is going to limit what you can do just so you can try to get a bigger audience, which obviously that's not working. Cause I, I did look at the numbers. I did see the numbers today of how much they've made this weekend. And it's not a lot of money. Uh, yeah, not I saw at all. Too, and I was like, wow, I did terrible. Like I, I was not expecting. It's funny. It you got them that doing that bad. now, but back when we were kids, there was ghostbusters and gremlins, which came out PG and it kind of frustrated people because it pushed the limit. That's when they started making. That's when they came out and made the PG thirteen rating. Now yeah. you got companies trying to back away, and I think they got the wrong. Everything's backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, I'll leave that at that because I mean it's just it's not doing good, and I'm guessing the movie's just not that great, you know. Yeah. And maybe people like it. I I don't know. I'm I'm just not gonna see it until it's for free somewhere, you know. Yeah. On Netflix or wherever it may be, and sure. then I'll check it out. But I'm not going to spend money to go see something that they've number one ruined in the first trailer, and number two decided it would be better to be PG-13 when it should be something that's a hard R based on the even the subject matter of it. It, sh- it should Blu-ray be rated R. Guarantee the Blu-ray will be R-rated. <laughs> <laughs> right, unrated cut. <laughs> yeah. But we kind of got off there because we were talking about Predator Hunter and got back on <laughs> Black Christmas for Black some reason. Christmas. I don't know. It seems like every fucking week we, we get back into Black Christmas for some reason. It's haunting us. It's real. It is. It really is. 
So let's move on from there. Let's let's take a look at some trailers uh, for some upcoming things. So actually, <laughs> exactly. So to start things off, coming out January fourth, it's a combined Netflix and BBC project. It is Dracula. It's a Netflix and BBC miniseries, and I'm fucking excited for this. Yeah, I thought it, it seems like they're great, finally doing. I was doing mad it. it was just a teaser. Like I wanted to see more. <laughs> right but maybe it was good not to like it looked great man the gothic feel yep he had a Bella Lugosi kind of look sorry keep cutting right (laughs) no that's all right it I was gonna comment on the look because I I liked the fact they went more traditional with the look kind of harkering back to the universal monsters era instead of like the more recent like long flowing fucking hair action movie type Draculas. I mean, I, I like that they're the going more Momoa traditional. as Dracula. <laughs> or how right. Say his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about right. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, good enough. So I, I, I like this. I, I think that they gave you enough in there to kind of get a taste of what it's going to be like. And BBC has been doing a lot of things. Yeah, right they're like my new plus, favorite network, man. Like I haven't yeah. even seen the stuff, but their trailers of, I want to see all of it, man. War yeah. the Worlds and Dracula. I can't remember Christmas what Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Good stuff, man. Yep. Do some Frankenstein. I mean, Keep it going. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So the thing that they did right with this is they have the people that created the Sherlock Holmes series, Sherlock, that starred uh, Benedict Cumberpatch and Martin Freeman. So yeah. they got them behind this, doing this. So that's got me excited, too, because yeah, like that the, series is actually really good. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, and it's decent. And that, I think that's the right kind of format for Dracula, too. So yep. something like that, similar to that, anyways. I always try to you know, right. kind of compare the styles of the shows these guys make. And Definitely. It fits, and, though. It fits, for sure, man. Yeah. And I know that we were talking about this before we were recording, but I, I like that they're not dragging it out too. That they are doing a miniseries. They're, I think it's something like three episodes, and that's it. Yeah, because so it, it gives us a little bit it. more than the movie would, but not so much that it could ruin it. Just yep, short but sweet and fun. Be good, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. And if Dracula needs something, man, like. It's done a lot, but it's never done a really right or, or all that great. So, I'm at least not any time in the last fifty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been a long time since there's been a good. I mean, granted, you have like Blade and you have Bram Stoker's Dracula. The, um, Dario Argento did a Dracula. I believe it was Argento. Like in the last ten years, that was pretty. Yeah, good. it was Dracula. It wasn't great, 3D. but it, it, it was all right. It's better than some of the stuff I've seen anyway. Yeah, because you had Rooker Hauer as uh, uh, Van Helsing, I think, in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah, I think that's the one. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I think they're on the right track. I mean, looking at everything that they're doing with Universal's properties now, I'm very excited because it seems like they're finally going in the right direction yeah. after so many years of going in the wrong direction. And, uh it's got me excited because I mean we get this in January and then Invisible Man comes in February. We won't talk about Invisible Woman because we've already ranted on that <laughs> enough. But looks like some good I mean, dark, it, you know, return to the good yeah. dark Universal days. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully that'll make inspire some more. Yeah, 
And just to clarify for those of you that might be listening that didn't hear our previous rant, I, I'm not bashing on Invisible Woman. It's just the fact of who's making it and the it's comments that she in made. The wrong so, direction, so we'll see. Yeah, it's <laughs> I I, I want to see it done, but I want to see it done right and not just trying to put an agenda out there to to do something. Basically, is what I, all I'm saying. Have a woman do it, but keep your politics aside and just make a great movie. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no more politics in but, the movies. Because we get enough politics everywhere. We don't need politics in Unless something that's supposed to be entertaining. The great Donald Trump. Just kidding. <laughs> so, God, I can't even stand him anymore. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. I'm kind of just done with politics all joke. over. Yeah, it's all a circus yeah. and joke. Man. And is. I think it's supposed to be, honestly. That's all I got to say about that. Yep, we'll just leave it at that. So that's coming out on January fourth um, on Netflix. So I've 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 got that marked down because I'm fucking watching that shit. Okay. I'm binging that as soon as it comes out. But following that, also coming out in February because February seems to be a decent month for all these movies that are coming out. So uh, we've got a movie called Clown Fear, and this looks really interesting and it looks really fun. Yeah, the trailer looked fun to me, man. I was impressed. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, another freaking clown movie. It just made all this <laughs> clown shit all over the place. But this one actually has a lot of promise to it. And it looks like it's got yeah. some excellent kills. So. <laughs> yeah, that got me excited. Um, yeah, the, the the trailer, I, I like that they have the Don LaFontaine voice yeah. <laughs> in it, which made it that much better. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, the, the trailer was funny. Once you it, see it was face, it's already too late <laughs> <laughs> it's great. oh it's so good it's so classic b yes. movie-esque it's 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 so good so that's something to look forward to coming out in february and then finally and this is kind of the biggest one that we touched on last week about all the news about ghostbusters afterlife obviously the trailer dropped this past monday and holy shit, yeah, is this great, fucking man. thing look great? I literally got goosebumps in it. My daughter looked at me and was like, why are you smiling like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like a big old nerd, but I don't care, man. That shit was awesome. So <laughs> It's like, you don't understand. <laughs> That's what I said. I was, like, I was like, now, I was like, you saw it. That was awesome. Like, now you know why I wasn't excited about the last one. <laughs> I was like, this just makes sense. So Yeah. But this this got me really super excited for it because obviously we, we talked a little bit you know about how they were talking about the family moves into their grandfather's house and that's how they find out about yeah. the Ghostbusters and all that. So we kind of got confirmation, I think, for the most part that their grandfather is Egon, yes. who obviously Harold Ramis and I'm did. I'm glad pass away. they're doing it in that way because it, you know, so we don't expect his character because we know it's not going to be there, and it also you know kind of honors yep. him as well. So. It's yeah, a perfect way to do it. I like that. Because, so, I mean, honestly, they've got McKenna Grace basically looking like a little girl Egon. Yeah, I thought so, too. You know, so. which I thought was great. I mean, you obviously see yeah. all of his spore I think she has more, like, she's the main catalyst of everything. That's what I took for him. Even right. <laughs> so, which is cool. I like that. So. Yeah, no, definitely. Because it seems like she's kind of more the nerdy scientist type, and then Finn Wolfhard seems like yeah. more of the like the mechanic typical, type. Cause, yeah, typical guy, kid. Yep, because he's taking out Ecto One for a spin and stuff, and <laughs> which was <laughs> that great. whole thing was great. 
hearing that siren go, I yes. almost cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Man. I'm a man. I almost cried at a fucking trailer. It's all right. It's because we're we're toxic fanboys. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. Right. <laughs> it was uh, great, man. But there's I'm so looking, much. So good. I can't wait to see another trailer. I just you know I don't know when it's coming oh, out, I know. but I can't wait to go see it, man. And it looks like it yeah, so, might be returning to its roots. I don't know if like that was the hint when they said you know there has this is something about not a ghost sighting and they show the little clip and then they're like in a looks like a boiler room and I swear it looked like a dog like a couple times you see a flash of that demon dog or a part of it. Yep. So I'm wondering if I'm hoping that would be yeah, great if those know, dogs come yeah. back from the first movie. What was the oh my god? What was the original? demon's name Zul or whatever <laughs> there is no Dana only Zul yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be great man then Gozer Gozer yeah yep oh so good so good the only then, thing I was disappointed in I loved the whole thing and I didn't even notice this until I watched it a couple of times but I didn't get the um there was no um who you gonna call or a little bit of that beat from that song i hope they insert that mm-hmm. somewhere in the movie because that is a part of all they of have it to too, so, <laughs> i hope to god maybe they're do. saving that so i haven't given up i was just like i just happened to <laughs> wait a second i didn't get my song so <laughs> right. but i'm not mad it still was awesome so yeah no definitely but yeah that's coming out uh tentatively right now it's july 10th obviously dates can change but they've got it slated for july 10th for a release so right after the fourth of july um holiday so that's going to be coming up quick i mean that's going to be here before we know it i mean that's like seven months away now i mean that's awesome it's it's going to be here so quick i mean even like invisible man's gonna be here in like a month and a half And then the new Saw movie will be here in May, so that's like five months off. Or it was either March or May, one of the two. So that's just a few months off, too. We haven't even gotten a trailer for that yet. And yeah. We know that that's completed, so that's got to be coming quickly. You know, if they're going to get that's something out there before. That's going to be interesting. That's like a whole new take on everything. Yeah, I mean... And you've got Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. I'm more excited for Samuel L. Jackson. That just sounds wild and odd, but I'm not, like, Chris Rock impresses me all the time, man, so I'm not, like, it just doesn't sound right, like, Chris Rock and this, but he's talented enough. I'm going to give it a chance. I believe so, too, yeah. 100%. Uh, Now, before we get into our review tonight... I know you had a little bit of information regarding some upcoming Blu-rays. What, what did you? Oh uh, yeah, man. Um, the Transylvania, uh, Transylvania Six Five Thousand with Jeff Goldblum. Ah, I forget who else is in it. That that's coming out in February eleventh. It's a great comedy horror. It's um two tabloid guys who are down and out and basically a joke and <laughs> laughed at. They get some footage. I want to say from Transylvania of a Frankenstein chasing somebody and it looks legit to them. So they go through hell basically trying to get to Transylvania and find Frankenstein. And along the way come across other monsters like the werewolf and Dracula, 
they all have their own little comedic different twist it's not your typical shit but i recommend mm-hmm. it it's a fun good halloween watch yeah and also um very bad things is shout factory is putting out coming out um january 28th that one if you look at the cover and look at the cast like it's probably going to make most people think why is, is he <laughs> even mentioning this movie but it's got Christian Slater and Daniel Stern and Cameron Diaz. A brief synopsis is it's a bachelor party and the hooker gets killed and Christian Slater decides to chop her, that they should chop her up and bury her in the desert so that they don't have to worry about it anymore. And that one mistake leads to brothers killing brothers and so much more, man. It's just the most insane, ridiculous star comedy I happened to watch by accident but fell in love with. Okay. And it's not on Blu-ray, but Bliss, I saw, was coming on on Shudder in January as well. So and I know we talked about that oh, okay. a few months ago. So Yeah, I'm we did talk to about see that, that briefly. So that's the vampire flick that looked kind of yep. just wild. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that... Yeah. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that was next month for Shudder. So. I... Th- think it was obviously we, we can always double check that and yeah. update you if, if it is any different but i think it was uh next month yeah, something that. i caught and was like oh we gotta mention that so. right gotta remember these movies yeah. we recommended you guys <laughs> yeah it's it's hard to keep some of it straight sometimes we talk about so much but yeah good stuff uh yeah because i didn't know about the transylvania six 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 five thousand and then you know the other Christian Slater one. I, I didn't even know. Yeah, and that's a movie. Very out, bad so. things I avoided. Like it looked like it was gonna be a lame attempt at comedy, honestly. But mm-hmm. it sucks you in pretty fast, man. It's just one Great. fucked up thing after another. Like it just progressively gets worse. <laughs> but you can't help but laugh at the shit that's going on. Like I said, a brother ends up killing a brother, and there's a scene where Cameron Diaz is covered in blood and blaming the other guy and he's about to kill the guy and this is at a wedding so like, <laughs> yep it's insane that's awesome that's so good uh good stuff to kind of look forward to yeah so but yeah i mean we'll keep you guys up to date on any other blu-ray releases or any like deals that are coming out like how vinegar syndrome did their black friday sale We'll keep you up to date on all that as as more information comes for different things. So why don't we get into tonight's review? Like uh, like I, I was saying, you know, I briefly talked about this last week, um, but after getting to watch it and Sean getting to watch it, we decided we'll go ahead and review it this week as just another Christmas horror movie to kind of discuss and review. So we're going to take a look at 1989's Deadly Games. He's nine years old. His name is Thomas. He's a little genius. He believes in Father Christmas. His two favorite pastimes, computers and superheroes. December 24th, midnight. Hidden under the dining room table, Thomas waits for Father Christmas. But what he does not know is that he is about to experience the most frightening night in his entire life.
finally met his match. Wanted Mr. Xmas. So Deadly Games. Deadly Games was released on March 18th, 1989. So this is clearly released well before home alone and the biggest thing with this movie is this was home alone before home alone was home alone and the plot of this movie is thomas a very intelligent and resourceful child is left alone with his beloved and fragile granddad on christmas eve when a psychopath dressed as santa breaks into their mansion and starts chasing them thomas will do whatever he can to save himself and his granddad uh, the cast and crew for this movie, and now this is a French-made movie, so a lot of these people you're probably not going to know, but the director is Rene Manzor. Uh, it stars Bridget Fossey, Louis DeCru, Patrick Florsheim, and Elaine Lalane as the main cast members in this movie. This movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. It's a new Christmas favorite of mine, man. Like, I'm... Um... I'm going to try to hunt this down on something so I can watch it every year. I haven't exactly. done that yet, but it's definitely on my to-do list. i got to find this flick. Yeah, so it is definitely a must-have for me because I've got to find it, hopefully. Hopefully they get a release on, on Blu-ray for Yeah, I'm going to say, you know, with all the buzz that it's gotten locked. recently, man, I wouldn't be surprised if if it's not already in the works. It's, somebody's going to. Yeah. Now, you were talking a little bit about the different names, because this obviously did go by different names. Um, originally, it was known as Dial Code Santa Claus. Obviously, that's the trans translation from French. Yeah. Um, and it also had the nick, uh, or it also had the name of Game Over as well, which that's how it's found on uh, IMDb. Yeah. Is under the name Game Over. I came across another one too called Hide and Freak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't hear about that yeah. one. <laughs> so, which I'm glad they didn't use. That just sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Now, before we started um, recording tonight, I, I was kind of telling Sean that after seeing this movie, I think I like this more than Home Alone. I mean, I still love Home, Home Alone, but there's just something about this movie because they did it first. And just because it's horror related and deals with the psychotic Santa Claus, exactly, which I love. Home Alone uh, it's just, is great in the classic, but this just has such a, it has a more original feel to it than Home Alone does. And I don't know what it is, yeah. man. And the horror aspect, it just, it sucked me right in, man. And I actually, um, when Home Alone came out, the director, who, who's also the writer, he threatened um, a legal action for plagiarism because he said they remade my movie, so... He was convinced they stole his Which idea, so I think that's awesome. He's not. We're not the only ones that see the, the um, similarities. Yeah, it's it's so good. I mean, it's it's such a great movie. And this kid's smarter now, the one than thing Kevin I... McAllister, man. This kid is so bright. Oh no, He's kidding! Intelligent as this kid's yeah. he fucking loves Rambo. Number one, yeah. you get that right in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. This kid fucking loves Rambo. I mean, he's got his little traps everywhere, yes. and he's, you know, trapping <laughs> Poor his dog. little dog, dog and... man. <laughs> that dog goes through some hell. <laughs> he was taking it, though. He was just laying in the net, like, it's every day. <laughs> yeah. That was great. He's just like, okay, here we go again. But a mini disclaimer regarding this movie, before we start really getting into it, is because it is a foreign film. Just be aware, if you want to see this, it's subtitled right now. So 
if you don't like subtitles, this may not, I, I still encourage you to check it out cause it's a great movie, but it's probably going to be harder for some people that can't handle with the subtitles yeah. and stuff. And once the movie gets into it, you know, there's not a lot of extra dialogue, so you definitely right. don't have to overly worry about it. The content alone sucks you in and it's pretty good. So, Yep. Yeah. But that's just a little side note regarding this, just in case, because I'd hate for you to go watch it and hate it because of subtitles <laughs> and whatnot. Just be aware that it is subtitled. But, I mean, it's easily accessible, especially if you have Shudder, especially if you're a fan of Joe Bob Briggs like us um, and are, you know, got Shudder because of the last drive and everything. It, it's on there, so you can watch it on there. Currently. I think YouTube has it under Dial Code Santa as well. So. Okay. Subtitles. So. Yeah. And I know a lot of the Alamo drafts, draft houses right now for the Christmas season are actually showing it too. So yeah, That's cool. There I are, did Black Christmas today. I wasn't able to make it. But. Mine's showing Black Christmas, I think, this Tuesday for their Tuesday Night Terror thing, cool. which is great. Don't think I'll be able to go, but yeah, because awesome. we're going to see Star Wars <laughs> next weekend, but... Yeah, that's coming. Yeah. I saw that was coming out right before Christmas. I was like, "Holy crap, man!" Yeah, Friday, Friday, <laughs> it's coming quick. <laughs> I'm not excited. But that's unfortunately, a... <laughs> I am. I am, and I'm, I'm not. I, I don't know, man. We'll see how it all goes. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I heard a few leaks from Sweden where it was already released. So, <laughs> oh, but I'm not going to say any of them. So <laughs> I'll leave it to everybody Good. to see the movie. <laughs> good god hate for it. I have that spoiled yeah i gotta wait till friday i just gotta get through till friday yeah that's that's all other story back to deadly games here or dial code santa claus or game over it's awesome so man. we start off oh it is it's so good so like i was saying we, we start off we we get this whole montage of him like getting dressed up like rambo with all his toys and gadgets and stuff and him like hunting down his dog and you know getting his grandfather and all that and so you get that but you also meet the killer santa claus too in the beginning too so he's like this disheveled looking homeless dude that's going up to this <laughs> group of kids having a snowball fight and he wants to get in on the fun the guy looks fucking creepy as fuck i i don't blame the kids for fucking yeah. running away i mean yeah, that kind of made you not sure what was going on, man. He was creepy, but it was like, yeah. is he creepy? Is he just misunderstood because he's homeless? So, of course, yeah. you find out otherwise. <laughs> right. You'll find out really quick. But, I mean, it, it seems like, you know, he's not all quite there and stuff, which I think the whole mental health issue was a major key with yeah. this with him, I think. So you kind of meet him. You meet the family, you know, the granddad and the... And, and Thomas and his mother and you know they're having breakfast and all that and yeah, you can and do, she like, goes to leave for a good work. job like you know it's a French film but I feel like they did a good job of showing how much he for a little boy you know he loves his family so oh yeah there's about definitely. his grandpa especially <laughs> yep definitely yeah you really see that bond between him and the grandfather very very strong and him trying to help his grandfather just survive the night and stuff because of how yeah. weak and fragile he is don't forget his insulin chats <laughs> yep exactly and that 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 all comes into play later on in the movie so yeah. you know we get the story 
you know, going with her, the mother talking about this whole celebration for Christmas that's happening and how she's going to be home extremely late and, and all that. So that kind of sets the stage for all this to happen. So she leaves for work. It's picked up by her beau who the family doesn't know that she's seen yet. And she's telling him not to kiss her in front of the house because he yeah, doesn't want her I felt like the boy. He was so intelligent. He wasn't. He was hip already. <laughs> he, he wasn't buying that yeah, shit. He knew. He knew. <laughs> so, so that so she leaves for work, and they're in the. So just to kind of also set the stage for the the setting of this movie. It's a fucking castle, basically. I mean, this fucking house yes, is an huge. impressive, impressive house. <laughs> it is. It really is. I mean, it's, Complete it's like the secret a fucking, passages, which I love. <laughs> oh my god, I love that whole aspect of it with having those secret passages and having his toy room where all those toys were, with the fucking bridge going across and yeah, all that shit. It was it was great. It was supposed to be like the toys of his dad and his granddad and all that too. It was like they yep. all kept it there as a secret and passed it on. That was neat. <laughs> it it was so cool. It was so awesome. So. The mother goes to work, and they're talking about what they need to do for the celebration. They're going to hire all these people, and it's fucking Christmas Eve, number one. This is the part where you got to kind of suspend your belief a little bit, because they're going to fucking hire people on Christmas Eve to work on Christmas Eve as performers and Santa Clauses and all this. So they're going to do this all within like a couple of hours for their celebration <laughs> to start. So, But that's where um, things kind of work out, where the the killer ends up showing up, seeing that... He can be hired, so he gets hired, and he wants to play a Santa Claus, basically. And so, you know, we we kind of, you know, you got some miscellaneous things that kind of happen. Doesn't so there's really one thing the before along. he um he gets hired as Santa. He's the um, Thomas is on the computer on the website. That's right. Trying to I find out, yeah, because okay. he's having at his age, you know, the typical is Santa real questions and. Of course, he's yep. got the one friend that absolutely says, hell no, he's not, you're a fool. But Thomas still believes, so he's on that website, and the, I don't know how this mental health guy <laughs> tapped into the system, but Thomas doesn't realize he's not talking to Santa, he's talking to this lunatic. Yep. And, yeah, so that that was that was creepy this fuck too yeah. when that happened then seeing him smashing his hands against the computer because he can't get to <laughs> stay connected because you have to pay yeah, you know yeah. t- in order to stay connected and basically like a pay phone in, in a easier sense of things so so that that happens and then you know he gets hired by the company to be at this, cel- this Christmas celebration for this company and he's outside he's you know handing out candy and all this other stuff and kids are coming up and saying hi to him and he's actually you know having a good time and enjoying this but then you get the one kid who doesn't believe that he's santa (laughs) and says i don't like you i don't like your face or or something to that effect he ends up slapping this little girl (laughs) and he gets fired on the spot yeah right in front of the mother boss she sees it (laughs) yep so she fires him and tells him to go you know the the hr department or whatever the hell they called it to you know get things settled for him being fired and stuff and her boyfriend's in there talking about getting all these 
toys and presents and stuff delivered to her son, you know, on Christmas Eve, and he hears overhears it. So he doesn't even stay in there. He ends up leaving, jacking yeah. the the van or getting in the back of the van. Yeah, he gets in the back. So that's the and, first um, person you see him go after is the van driver. That's yep. when I was like, oh, this shit guy is dangerous. This guy is fucking dangerous. <laughs> yes. Definitely. So he ends up at the you know, the 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 property. And then you have the caretakers that have their own house there. And they're the van driver's gonna check in with them to drop off the gifts and whatnot. He opens up the back of the van. Santa gets out and attacks him, obviously, kills him, and then he ends up killing the the caretakers as well. And that kind of sets things in motion because now you kind of lost that one line of communication with the outside world. Um, and that kind of just sets everything in motion with him because he ends up. Yeah, and of course, because he wants to believe Santa's real, he stays up late. He's got a. Yep trap set so he can be the guy who saw Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then bef- before we get into that, because cause he does stay up late to see Santa, they were also talking about that the mother said that uh, you don't want to stay up and see Santa because if you if you see Santa, he's going to get angry. Yeah. Basically. I forgot about that. And that, yeah. oh, that, that just <laughs> kind of fucks know. him up so she badly. <laughs> Right. So before we even get into him going in to, you know, try to break into the house and everything, he ends up spraying his hair and beard completely white. Because before he was wearing the fake stuff. But now he's wanted to look like Santa. So he spray paints his hair and beard completely white. (laughs) And then he ends up going up through the roof and sneaking in through the chimney. Which was awesome. He actually comes down the chimney. (laughs) Yep. And that's when Thomas sees him. He sees his feet. Santa's here. Then the dog's like, he's like, get away from him, get away. And then it quickly turns south for Thomas. (laughs) Yeah. That poor dog. That's because my wife was watching. And obviously my dog, my my wife's uh, very much a dog lover, animal lover. Yeah. And she can't stand watching animals die. And when that dog died, oh my god! Yeah. It was brutal, was... man. The way they did it. It was. Yeah, it was so brutal. Yeah. And then, oh my god! Because first it's kicking the dog, and then ends up stabbing the dog. Yeah, or no, it wasn't even a knife was. either, man. Like it was like a serving knife. You know, those aren't regular. Yeah, like, that took like blunt force. So. That was mm-hmm. rough. And then Thomas knew, oh shit. <laughs> I shouldn't have stayed up to see Santa. <laughs> right. So before all this happened, he, he had the phone, because he's underneath the, the, the dining room table or whatever it is. And he had the telephone under there because he called his mother, um, cause, or his mother called one or the other. And uh, he was talking to her about how he wanted to see Santa and all that. Well, the phone never got ever put back up. So um, the psycho Santa is getting ready to leave the room and sees the cord running underneath the table. So obviously he's going to fucking look underneath that table and he sees Thomas there. And that's when the fucking chase starts. 
and basically doesn't end from that point forward. I mean, you get a, a few no. breaks in the action here and there, but not much, man. Like this guy's coming after him, and Thomas, like I said, I think he was smarter than Kevin McAllister. He had the advantage of already having his house a little rigged up. But. Oh yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like Home Alone where Kevin has to rig everything. Like everything was already pre-rigged yeah. <laughs> because this kid is just such a Rambo nerd. It's great. So he ends up running up, getting his grandfather out of bed because they need to go because this psychotic lunatic is in their house trying to kill them. And, you know, they end up running throughout the house. They try getting the car to leave. Santa's in front of them. Yeah, that was a good scene. Starts. Was a good scene. Oh, my God. When he smashed his head against that fucking windshield, I'm like, this dude's fucking nuts. He's coming for him, man. He wasn't going to stop. Nope. I don't know what he wanted, but I don't think anyone wanted to find out. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. So obviously that doesn't last for too long with them yeah. in the car trying to get away. It fits into the most of the rest of the movie too. There's a lot of cat and mouse, kind of a cat and mouse thing where I the love boy has an advantage for a moment, but then when the Santa figures it out, he counters him. So then the boy's got to figure out another way. Like, <laughs> Yep. They go back and forth quite a bit. I like that. Yeah, definitely. I like how they get finally get away and they go through the fridge, which is yeah. one of the secret passageways into <laughs> that room. And obviously the Santa's not going to think to look in there because he thinks it's a fucking regular fridge. So he's still kind of walking around trying to find ways. And then the kid has this like arm contraption, which is like a camera monitor for all the security cameras in the house which is great yeah, it looked like a modified you know, back in the late <laughs> 80s yep it was great so he's trying to watch santa as he's walking through the house and trying to keep a, an eye on where he's at and at this point they've they figured they've got to get to a phone to call out because the one phone uh, i think the Santa cut the cord or something like that on that. Yeah, I think that at some point he heard and, his mom's office phone ringing. Is what it was. Yep. Yep. So he's figured he's got to get up to the office, which is once again they're in this fucking huge castle, so it's all the way in this one wing up in the attic or whatever the case it was. I think I think it was up in the yeah. attic because I thought it was odd they said ends- office, but when we got there, it seemed very much like it was not, but. <laughs> right, it was but very Atticus. Those little things don't even matter, though. So. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. But so you got this whole thing of him trying to keep an eye on the cameras so that he can make his way up to this office. And obviously, the Santa ends up starting to see these cameras, so he starts breaking them. And so, you know, he gets up to the office and the Santa's there. So, what does he do? He goes out the fucking window onto the roof <laughs> of this castle mind you barefoot and try to get through (laughs) yeah exactly so this is all happening and uh the whole cat and mouse in this movie is just phenomenal it's so good because it's it's not trap heavy like home alone was but the cat and mouse chasing is what made this i mean a trap plays in effect every so often but for the most part it's just the two of them you know trying to outsmart each other and figure each other yeah. out more realistic honestly if, you know oh, with a house definitely. of this size you know definitely could see something like that happening yeah so 
at some point, you know, between all the cat and mouse chasing, you know, he can't make a phone call. So the next best thing is for him to send a fax. So he ends up sending a fax saying that, you know, Santa's here. He's trying to kill us, basically. And he gets sent to his little kid friend that was trying to convince him that Santa wasn't real. And then sent to his mom's office as well. So the kid sees it and is like, oh, shit, I got to go. This little fucking 10-year-old kid or whatever is going to try to go help. And he soon regrets, and then I'm Santa. thinking, Dan Thomas, you fucked your friend over hard. <laughs> you should have never sent him a message. <laughs> no. No, was, definitely not. That poor kid. Like, I'll go see what's up. <laughs> yeah. Stay home, little so, Timmy, whatever your name was. <laughs> right. So, um, Thomas ends up getting stabbed in the leg as he's trying to get out the door. And his friend shows up and sees him on the floor and he tells him to run. Get out of here. Don't stay here. <laughs> of course, Santa sees him. And what does he do? He chases after the kid. Kid tries getting on his fucking bike and riding it, trying to get out of there as fast as he can. Ends up wiping out. Getting back onto the bike as soon as Santa's almost about to catch him. <laughs> takes off again. Finally gets across the street to where the Santa can't get him. I, I thought for sure that kid was going to Yes, gonna I die. thought he was dead too. And I thought, I was like, <laughs> I thought he was going to die. What'd you do? <laughs> oh my God. So that, that, that was like one of those moments in a movie where it's like your heart's just racing and you're just like, get the edge of your seat. Like, go kid, fucking go. I know you're fat, but yeah. pedal as fucking fast <laughs> as your fat feet can take you. But, oh my God, that was good. And then... Yeah, so things kind of keep going from there. Like like we said, it's a lot of cat and mouse. We don't really need to go through every single scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot of going throughout the whole house, them trying to outsmart. I mean, there's one point where he's actually... While does, all this is going on, his mom is freaking out. Is unaware. Yeah, she is unaware, but she starts freaking out because she can't get a hold of anybody there. So like she's yep. driving home, panicking, telling the boyfriend... They're, everybody's trying to call. Nobody can get a hold of them. Yep. It's like all this, trying to call this, as this I on there, and it's go. like this race of can we get a hold of them or get there in time? Because I just know something's wrong. Yeah. So that that part's great, and because then you have her when she's driving home, wipe out and go off the road, and get stuck. So that's then like the one thing that could help them at that point is is like incapacitated for the time being. Because the cops show up, and then that obviously doesn't go anywhere. Because <laughs> fucking Santa shows up. Damn French police, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's a go nowhere kind of situation. Because Santa shows up, and obviously we know what happens. The police officer, but um, so that so literally like nobody knows what's going on because police officers incapacitated and then the mother's incapacitated by crashing into the you know the side of the snowbank or whatever or the ditch and uh the boyfriend finally gets the the facts about that um that santa's trying to kill them in the house so he takes off as well ends up coming up on the mother getting her out and then telling her that we need to go now kind of thing and she's like freaking out like what's going on what's going on he won't yeah, tell her come with me. and yeah so so w once we get towards the end of the movie um the grandfather ends up being put in yeah he's hiding a knight's in the night armor yeah 
um, just gone. so that he doesn't have to keep running. Before this, though, because um, I was going to touch on this, but we got onto something else. The Santa actually ended up finding the fucking hidden room because he ended up opening up the uh, yeah, I believe it was when he was on the roof noise. hiding out and they started talking by walkie-talkie. Yep. He, he hears it through the fridge. Mm-hmm. So that happens. He ends up coming on the, the grandfather and the grandfather can't see. Because uh, I don't think we established that. Is that yeah, he won't admit it to it, blind. but he might as well be blind. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got the Santa coming up on him slowly, and he's trying to figure out who it is, if it's Thomas or, or whatever. Finally realizes that, that it's the Santa Claus, and you know you think he's going to end up dying, and then Thomas shows up and pulls him out through the closet, you know, because the other end of it's on through a closet. And so they end up locking him in there. And then, you know, because we get to the point where they they finally get downstairs. They get the grandfather in the suit of armor and stuff. And then he gets lured into a sauna. Because um, they put one of the walkies in the sauna. Yeah, that's right. Kind of lure him in there. trying to remember how that happened. Yeah. Yep. So he ends up putting the bar through the, the door handle. And locking the Santa in the sauna and turning up the heat as high as it could go to try to kill him. And then he finally gets the door open, obviously, because he's still alive. But, yeah. That's so around that the happens. same time I think then, Thomas starts panicking about the insulin or finding the insulin for yep. his grandfather. Yep, so he has to go to the, the caretaker's house to get more insulin because they don't have any more. So they go out, or he goes out, rather, is the grandfather still staying there to keep him safe, basically, in the suit of armor. Gets to the caretaker's house, gets the insulin, and, and goes to leave. Santa ends up showing up. And then there's a whole struggle there, and Santa has a gun and everything. Thomas picks it up, actually fucking shoots it. Yeah, man. I thought that was a, a tense scene. Like, I felt bad for Thomas, like, because you knew he had yeah. to do it. But he thinks this is Santa, man. So, like... And you could yep. see that, like, he didn't want to shoot him either, but he didn't have no fucking choice. Like, he had to be a man at that moment, not a boy. <laughs> exactly. Was, I was yeah, just that, like, that's, holy that's fuck, a dude. Tough yeah, scene. I was like, damn, this fucking poor kid. <laughs> He's already been traumatized yeah, enough tonight. He just had to and shoot, Santa to shoot Santa. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sequel to this one, man. Or maybe that's, <laughs> that's right. like Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So Santa's been shot. We think he's dead. So Thomas goes back into the house, you know, hurt leg and everything, muddy, dirty, everything, to get the insulin to his grandfather. His grandfather's not responding. Yeah. We've, you know, they they try to pass it off as maybe the grandfather's dead now. I was like, fuck. He just had to shoot Santa. Grandpa's dead. I was like, come on. Don't be dead, Grandpa. (laughs) Don't do this to Thomas. Right. So Thomas unhooks him. Yeah, so Thomas unhooks him, and so he falls to the ground in the suit of armor. And then he's pulling it off to give him the insulin. You know, he gives him the insulin and whatnot. And he's trying to wake his grandfather up. Santa shows back up. And Santa's like, almost like, why did you shoot me kind of thing? And, like, he he doesn't know that he's doing something wrong and, and stuff. And 
So he's he's following Thomas into the living room by the Christmas tree. Well, Grandpa comes too, and the gun's laying next to him. So Grandpa picks up the gun, not being able to fucking see, and shoots. And you don't know <laughs> if he hit Thomas or if he hit Santa. But Mom and the boyfriend show up, and you see Thomas still standing there yes. just in shock, not moving, not blinking or anything. And Mom goes to comfort, you know her son and whatnot and that's kind of where the movie ends yeah, I, mean, I thought for a second a I was dark like, damn, ending. did he kiss shoot Tom or like these damn foreign films <laughs> they can be so <laughs> fucked right. up sometimes thankfully they didn't shoot Thomas <laughs> right but I mean knowing that he's gonna be fucking scarred for yeah. life and I, I like mean, how that's the way it, that, like that's oh. how to just and he says mommy it's my fault it's my fault I saw Santa Claus and he was angry or whatever. (laughs) Like, damn. Mom just realized at that moment, damn, I fucked up. (laughs) Why did I go to work? (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. Such a good movie, though. Uh, Definitely, if if you guys have listened through this whole episode, if you haven't seen it yet, please check it out. It's it's such a great gem. Oh, my God. If we're to rate this, honestly, I'm probably gonna give this a five out of five for a Christmas movie. I yeah, I'll give I it. Know a, I've been given a lot yeah, of high ratings. It's hard not to man. I'm lately, gonna give but, it a four out of five for one simple reason. Like, it didn't bother me, but I think it might bother some people. Like, there's a little, you know, I wouldn't call it continuity errors so much as it's little things like him talking on the internet with the boy and. Like there's yep. a little bit of loose connections, but the way the movie flows and all the stuff that happens, it's forgiving, very forgiving. Because the once Santa, <laughs> as weird as it is, how he ends up there in the first place. Once he gets there, the cat and mouse game and what this kid has to go through to survive, it's fucking awesome. So I highly recommend right. it. Maybe four and a half out of five. Even, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. It's it's definitely. It is definitely one I'm going to be making into um, a must-watch every every Christmas holiday. That's for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's I highly recommend it. I mean, there's there's plenty out there that's kind of dull and whatnot. Because I mean, if we were to like review something like Jack Frost, that's probably going to get like a two point five <laughs> out of five for me. But but that's just because it's it's not that great of a movie. It's still it's still decent, but it's. Yeah. I'm just trying to make a point that I'm not like rating everything. All You're just a lover. So. You love all these things. I just <laughs> love movies. But yeah, honestly, even with it being a foreign film and me not being big on subtitles, I still give it a five out of five. I just I think it's the perfect Christmas horror movie. Kind of like Black Christmas is a perfect Christmas horror movie, and even Silent Night Deadly Night. Yeah. Um, and each one has their even own. Even though I rated original, that like yeah, a four. all of those have their own original story, and it just works. Yeah, man. good stuff. It does. I don't know. I, I I think a lot of it too for me is just like the Christmas or the holiday themed horror movies usually rank higher for me. I I don't know why. It's just kind of how it's always been though. But <laughs> yeah, it it is what it is. But it's it's well, I think some too, of my favorite man, stuff. For so. me personally, why they rank high for me is you know Christmas. We all associate it with so many good things. You know what I mean? It's such a pleasant, wonderful yep. holiday and has so many i mean you know as you get older a lot of it has to do more with the memories than the current time but 
So when you see right. these takes and see someone going through such miserableness and man, you know, that's hard, man. Like, good stuff. Got to see someone suffering at the best time of the year. Or it wouldn't right. be hard. Exactly. That makes me sound fucked up. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, no, you you definitely do have a point uh, with that because it's there's something just sinister about it, you know, seeing something like this happen during. I feel like when a horror movie can take something good like holiday. that and you know almost kind of not ruin it, but you know. <laughs> say. But that's kind of our review on this movie. You know, if you have seen it, let us know what you thought of the movie. As always, you can reach out to us through our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All of them are at CLS Podcast. If there's any movies out there that you want us to review or anything you want us to kind of touch on in the future, or let us know what your favorite Christmas horror movies are. You know, we would love to hear from you guys. But as always, you know, we appreciate you checking out our episode from this week. And we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.